0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3
1: KLIN. All right, greetings and welcome in to LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Glad to have you with us this Wednesday morning, June 7th, 2023. It is a What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. Your chance to get it off your chest, discuss those things that accrue during your day that just might be a little annoying, and maybe you would like somebody to commiserate about them for just a few seconds and feel better afterwards. Well, that's what we do here on LNK Today with Jack and Friends. So. If you want to uh, share with us <clears throat> what is chapping your eye today, you can do it on the text line, four zero two We'll open up the phones as well at 710. Uh, or if you want to just do it on the Facebook page, you can do that too at facebook.com slash LNK today. And we will see what is on your mind today. With What Chapter i Wednesday, a uh, little bit later in the show, we are going to talk to John Bishop. He's going to join us. Jim McKee is going to be in. Uh, he likes to come in every uh, every uh, summer and talk about some of the events that he's got going on with car shows and good causes, uh, and he's got that going again this year, and uh, always a fun guest to have on, so he'll join us as well. So that is everything that is coming up today. Good morning, Mark Fail. How are we doing today? Oh, hi good to uh good to good to talk to you good morning caleb and welcome into the show hello all right so here we are uh, uh well let's see what should we start with today guys uh we've got we have got the uh kickoff of the petition drive regarding uh donations to private school scholarship funds and tax credits that go along with that the hope is that they can get 90,000 signatures in 90 days. That's kind of the early goal that they have set with this thing. Uh, of course, of course, what they're trying to do is get on the ballot for 2024 for this. We talked about this pretty extensive, extensively yesterday, but we did hear yesterday from the group, uh, and also then some reaction from some state senators that had voted for the bill. Um, and then some people who associated with private schools or who oppose the effort as well, and so everybody got their uh, got their words out yesterday, and now I guess we see what uh, what actually happens with this, whether they're able to get the the signatures on this, and then if it does get to the ballot, what kind of popularity it'll have. And we talked; <clears throat> I don't necessarily mean to recycle the whole conversation that we had yesterday, uh, but Caleb and I had a uh, had had a conversation, and Mark. That kind of was trying to assess what the statewide opinion on this might be, given the different roles that private schools play throughout the course of the state. The difference between the roles of private schools, schools in Omaha versus Lincoln versus Grand Island versus, you know, uh, or or somewhere like that. Um, and how it's going to be kind of looked at you know, differently even within probably people of the same political persuasion on there, and is that going to be enough to get it across the finish line if they get to the ballot, or I guess I should say across the finish line signature-wise, and then across the finish line if they do get the signatures and get it to the ballot as well. And I think those are all interesting questions. I don't know the answers to them, but maybe we'll find out here if they're able to get those signatures.
2: Well, we won't know until... Sometime in November of 2024. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yep. Uh, uh, and, and this 90,000 in 90 days, that's a goal. That's not right. a must have. And right. I mean, there's, I saw a report said that uh, they, they have got to, a long co- time. They <laughs> have to, I saw one report that said they have to collect 90,000 in 90 days. Now, that's their goal. Right. And I, my guess is, is that's because school's out of session.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. They probably have a lot of uh maybe you know teachers volunteering, that sort of thing.
2: Teachers, uh, public school board members, yeah. uh things like that. Yes. Uh, and this is going to be a busy time. There are going to be a lot of community events and and teachers are, are you know very local. And if they uh, support this particular cause, they could,
1: you know, very easily do that. Yep. So we've got that. Um all right. So we got that. Uh don't Here's a story that uh I I apparently um hadn't hadn't caught wind that was happening. But apparently over the weekend there was some concern, guys, with what was happening at the Union Plaza stream. So Union Plaza along Antelope Valley, you know what I'm talking about there. Mm-hmm. They've got they've got that that uh little stream that was going on, but apparently a lot of dead fish in there. <laughs> if we're talking Animal Thunderdome here a little bit. And game and and Channel Eight had a story on this because they were like, uh, "What's happening? Is there something wrong with the water? What's going on? Is this a problem?" Uh, game and Parks has come out and said, "Hey, don't worry." Basically, what happens is when you get some rain. Weird, we got some rain in this city. Uh, that water gets pushed from Antelope Creek into this Union Plaza stream. Um, And then when they get to the Union Plaza stream, they can't get out as the water recedes, and that's a situation where apparently with a concrete bottom, it gets a lot hotter and a lot less comfortable for these fish, uh, and unfortunately, they see their demise when they can't get out of there. And that's essentially what happened. Public's fish fry. Yeah. (laughs) But not really. Yeah, yeah. kind of. They just, uh, a fish do not like shallow concrete channels when it gets well, really there, hot. <laughs> well, they didn't know what they were doing. They got all that rain well, that pushed them out of Antelope Creek. And, well, they didn't have to go out of Antelope Creek. I don't know they, that they... That they should know better. You're expecting a lot from the... Uh, they, they should know better. They're always in schools. Mm. So uh, Parks and Rec had a uh, had, uh, crews out earlier this week to clean up the dead fish so it was kind of unpleasant for people so but don't worry game park says do not worry everything's you know the water's okay everything everything's gonna be okay here so
2: uh we've got that going on have you checked channel eight here in the last uh 20 minutes uh, uh because they've got a pretty interesting story about a unl student that was beaten and robbed over the weekend yeah, we I did. had the we had the story yesterday yeah i did see this but holy uh, cow but he's uh Really in tough shape.
1: This was like 2 a.m. out on uh, Sunday morning, I believe. Yeah, on Holdridge and what, about 23rd? By the Th- Union. Right, I used to live. Right by the Quilt Museum. Yeah, right by the Quilt Museum. I used to live in apartment buildings right there. Um, and about 2 in the morning with his girlfriend there. And I mean, they just beat him up, went unconscious, kept beating him, stole his shoes. So he's in the ICU now. At this point, um, and people are, you know, raising money who are trying to help him, friends and family, um, and so they've had some success. But this is a university student, and I mean, they've got pictures and video of him there, and he's just in terrible condition uh, with that one, and um, yeah, with his his girlfriend right there. It was it was crazy uh, to to hear the details of this, but and yeah. another soon to be uh, Husker. Football player also in the news. Yes. Uh yeah. Malachi Coleman, as you mentioned, uh went on Kelly Clarkson's show on that was on Monday, and so they they recorded it earlier, but they they went on Monday and so they uh watched that and got as you reported in the news there, fifteen thousand dollar donation to uh Fly Like Kai, which is the nonprofit that um he's gotten started. And uh, as a a passion of his as he's going into his University of Nebraska football career, I've uh, if you've heard me talk on the show before, I've known him and and their family and they've been listeners of the show uh, for years, um, years. And so. It was cool to see, uh, this, this new organization not only get some of that attention from Kelly Clarkson, but to be able to get some seed money like that is huge for a nonprofit to be able to get started with mm-hmm. $15,000 in addition to whatever else that they've got. And so a great donation. And he's in the middle of, uh, he, like several other Husker football players, uh, are, Just getting their processes started if they didn't move in at semester last semester and ended up finishing out their spring semester in high school, which which he did in part because he was going to try and run track and then wasn't able to do that with injuries, which was too bad. Uh, But so he moved in along with some other players that were coming in after their spring semester of high school. And so they're now getting settled on the university campus and um, doing doing. You know the, the non organized workouts and the things that the team is doing now before they get ready for fall camp here, well, about two months, well, two months from right now, about six weeks.
3: Not not just for the athletes, but I can't stress enough how how big of a head start that is for someone going into college to get on campus yeah. that summer. Yeah. Um. Like, is, and I didn't I didn't get there till the fall, uh, my freshman year, and, and most way way most don't get there until the fall to start their their collegiate career whether it's just as a student or as a student athlete but especially for student athletes when you can get that summer to where you get into the routine of going through what do what will a day look like what are the workouts look like and and okay now I've got class here now I have to balance that with my workouts now I've got to get the training and then I've got to go study time here like it is a completely different world and if you can get a a month-and-a-half, two-month head start on that, you're so much better by the time, for these guys, the season comes around, and you don't want to be learning a routine at that point. Mm -hmm. You just want to be in
1: the season. Right, yeah, you want to be familiar with the surroundings. Did you hear, guys, that uh, Matt Rule is going to go old school with fall fall camp, and he and all the coaches and all the players are all going to stay in the uh, Selick dorm on campus during this? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not quite exactly the Junction Boys, but it's uh, it is a little bit old school with the whole thing. I was thinking it's going to
3: truly be a camp. Yeah, Junction Boys. I was thinking a little. Remember the Titans.
1: Yeah, yeah, where they all bust them off, and all the (laughs) parents were there when they went off to camp. So it'll be kind of yeah, it'll be kind of an immersive, more camp like experience for them. Mm -hmm. I ate in Call the other day during orientation day. They have a they have a Qdoba and a taco uh, taco or not a, a Qdoba and a Godfather's there. How old is that that dorm? That dorm, I don't know. I I don't know exactly, but it's like the best. It's often thought of as the best the best dining hall in the uh, the university campus. I learned um, it's one of the best places to eat. That I do. That I do know. And eating for college students is important. I'm yes, yes, it is imp- important and can be expensive when uh when you look at the room and board prices that go <laughs> along with it but they get they get uh, yeah they get a lot of stuff you can get a lot it looked the eating part of college looked very fun to me <laughs> from a parent's standpoint like i was just i was just like going through and like living vicariously through my son and all his dining options uh, you know even even within the dorm like if you live in able you don't even have to go outside to get to the dining hall I had to walk in north in the northwest Iowa winters. I had to walk a quarter of a mile, half a mile, just to get to the dining hall every day. I mean, yeah. it was like uh, it was like through a blizzard about half the time. There was it uphill both ways, pretty much. Yeah. Selleck yeah. opened in the
3: uh, fall of 1954. Oh,
1: jeez, I was older, really, huh? Older than I thought. Hmm.
3: Yeah. One one year before my grandparents
1: were married. All right, all right, so. There you go. Uh, Those are some of the things going on. Oh, yeah, and then I guess I'm curious, too, just because, nationally, this was was such a huge story. What do you guys make of this whole PGA Live thing? Uh, And the the PGA, who is going to join with this rival organization, the Saudi-backed Live Tour, which have been at each other's throats, essentially, and PGA's leadership just, I mean... Obvi- you know, obviously, over the course of the last year plus, um, critiquing live, critiquing who's backing it, critiquing what it might mean symbolically mm-hmm. related to 9-11 and for families of 9-11. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, they make this announcement shortly after we end the show. Um, and it was and, a
3: sudden announcement. They you didn't had, even tell the players yet. And then you had
1: PGA. Yeah, you had PGA Tour players like... Well, I'm just learning of this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, some not too happy. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of this? This is the
3: part where because because we're we're not a, a sports show, but this is very much where where sports and politics and society all kind of uh, roll is together. A new, with this. this is a so new story. Th- yeah. th- th- this is the the big part of why there were the budding of heads when initially Liv started is because it's backed by 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 the Saudis. And the concern was that they were trying to use the game of golf to sports wash anywhere that their men- money came from, anything going on in their country. Human
1: rights violations. yes, yeah,
3: all yeah. of that stuff. And you saw that come out, and that was actually mentioned in the PGA Tour's countersuit of the Live Tour players that were filing an antitrust lawsuit against the PGA. And so you had all of this litigation that was just sitting out there. Now all of that goes away. The two pla the two combine and now you have the Saudi backed lift Tours, now all of that money's going to back the PGA tour. But you had all these players, like Phil Mickelson and several others, that cashed out, made a bunch of money, caught a bu- caught a lot of heat, and now they're gonna come back. But then you had some others. Tiger Woods could have made nearly a billion dollars. Oh, Jeez. Turned it down. Rope. Obviously he's still fine. Right. But but he did it for the no, I think this is the game right. that I want to play. Rory McElroy was the most outspoken one. Mm-hmm. He makes no money off of joining the Live tour and now has to play under the p g a tour that he defended yeah and and so that that's a little bit on on the sports side on the wow just <laughs> societally it's like how much is how much is owned by people that you don't realize who owns it. Yeah. You see it a lot in the international soccer, Mm -hmm. um, who owns what? some of the biggest franchises in the world, some of the biggest clubs in the world. And now you have the PGA Tour, predominantly, we think of it's a world sport golf, but that's predominantly American, right? Like, that's where the viewers are really coming from. Yeah. It's not majority owned, but it's now a Saudi product.
1: Man, I this went over so poorly i i still wonder if i still wonder what's yet to happen with this like i wonder if the final chapter of what was said yesterday is really the final chapter right uh, and and i don't necessarily know the nuts and bolts of the scenario that i'm thinking of but it went over you know like a turd in a punch bowl with almost everyone Mm -hmm. with, with few exceptions phil mickelson was happy right trump was happy well, uh, Trump called it a year ago. Yeah. Did you see some of the people were starting to
3: share screenshots from his truth social from last June where they were saying, oh, or he," his, and I'm trying to paraphrase because I don't have it pulled up in front of me, mm-hmm. but Trump said something to the effect of, well, these two are going to eventually merge yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah.
2: Huh. He knew it. New York Times uh, notes the PGA Tour itself will remain a non-profit. Uh, and retain full control of how its tournaments are played, but all of their businesses, commercial rights, will be owned by the new company. That's yeah. right.
1: So, so, I mean, the PGA Tour is not—it's not necessarily a league. It's an affiliation of—it's a—it's a players group essentially. Yeah. And then there's a board of directors, and that gets to exactly what Mark is saying. But when you're talking about about licensing and sponsorships and mm-hmm. all Te- those television ways. television yeah. all of the ways that you uh, no all the ways that you make dough right yeah <laughs> all the way that you, you really make money on that those are the things that you're talking about right the,
3: yeah. the, the biggest thing that came out of yesterday was there there was a hard line stance of where that money was coming from was bad that was the hard line stance from mm-hmm. the pga tour but what happened yesterday was the pga tour saying that money is bad Unless you're going to give us enough of a cut. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that, that's, that's the, that's what the it narrative came that to.
1: came out of that. And so far, the PGA Tour, as far as I know, has not really countered that very strongly. And I, I don't so think there's a we'll good see. way
3: for them to counter that yeah. either.
1: Yeah. Uh, other than just saying, uh, I mean, Caleb, other than saying essentially, look, this is going a bad place with the competition between mm-hmm. the two of us. And the only what we need to basically unite this thing because... Whether we like it or not, these two entities are going to exist right. and going to be butting heads. And it's going to be problematic for the world of golf. We're going to divide our best players. We're going to do all of these things. And so it is what we what it is. You know, We wish they weren't around, mm-hmm. but if you can't beat them, join them, essentially. Yeah, they're,
3: they're, their only argument, and it's still not a great argument, is PG the PGA Tour was going to fail if both continued.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah.
3: And it's the the only way to keep the PGA Tour going in a way that people recognize is to do the merger. Yeah.
1: All right, well, uh, a lot going on today. Um, so, so we'll continue those discussions on all of those things and more coming up again what chapter I had Wednesday so your chance to get involved in that texting us 402-479-1400 or giving us a Mention on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash LNK today. Just look for the Chaps Shad Wednesday brand.
2: Is it safe to say that a lot of people think the PGA organization suffered a double bogey?
1: (laughs) Yes, I think it may be triple. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we'll take a break for sports at 627. It's LNK today with Jack and friends on KLIN.
0: Severe weather means interruptions. Check closings and cancellations
4: anytime at KLIN.com.
0: A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln, and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK
1: Today. Uh, I do want to remind everybody that I will be uh, taking the DJ turntables on Friday for Request Line Friday. And... uh, Caleb's going to be gone. Mark's leaving at some point. Everybody's leaving uh, on and off.
3: So this is our last day as a full unified morning show for the next
1: month. Oh, my gosh. It is uh,
3: July 6th will be the next time that all three of us are in here together. (laughs) That's
1: crazy. So uh, in honor of uh, vacation season. Uh, We are doing a request line Friday about getting away. And so whether it's about the act of vacationing and getting away, whether it's about specific destinations, uh, whatever it might be, we are doing uh, LNK Today with Jack and Friends vacation. Like National Lampoon's Vacation, essentially. Yeah. And So whatever, like so. The, again, parks
3: closed. Moose out front should have told you.
1: As is always the case with these topics, you know they're loose. But yeah, that's that's the idea. Uh, songs about summer, about vacations, summer vacations, places that you would like to go, destinations: mm-hmm. Aruba, Jamaica, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take, take. To it. give you an idea, so I've already got a, a, several good ideas. There so. are
3: several good requests in already.
1: Oh, we already have some in. That's good. That's good. So I will be uh, in charge of of that, and uh, you'll be gone. You're gone tomorrow too, right?
3: I'm gone tomorrow and Friday as yeah. I head down to Orlando for the weekend. All right, on those inaugural Redway flights.
1: Okay, so you'll tell us how that whole thing mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to uh, interesting to hear the, the very. Those are the very first ones the
3: going this weekend, right? Ones. Eight a.m. tomorrow. So at so at uh at this time tomorrow hopefully we are already at the airport
1: hopefully with it being the first one they've got like a map and stuff i mean they probably don't have the route memorized yet
3: i i hope they've got it
1: just just fly to the southeast
3: just put put the gps in on your
1: phone right. yeah <laughs> is that how pilots do it they, i'm going to they, uh and then they or, do it, <laughs> orlando <laughs> do they do it like me like with voice like directions to orlando
3: <laughs> they, they they pull up their their maps all right and orlando go and it's like all right well would you like to walk drive and he's like no no no. scroll 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 fly okay do
1: you know how much my kids hate take
3: a right here
1: <laughs> do you know how much my kids hate my use of voice to text they yes i do they rip I me hear for it. it and again i i asked the question i'll ask you the same question i ask them do you want me not to take advantage of technical advances? Do you want to turn the clock back on technology? You want to make hey everybody, it's 2011 again. We can only use our fingers, right? Is that what you want? Okay, you want to go use back to Apple's new
3: Snow goggle peripheral. If somebody give me thirty.
1: Somebody give me a free one. I'll definitely try it. I don't have the 3500 right at the moment.
3: Well, stop turning your back on technology.
1: I mean, I would definitely try the thing if I got it just seems like it'd be I, I overwhelming. I don't quite know. It's it, it's with so much of this technology right now and I'm kind of a I'm kind of a tech gadgets guy but it's even like like ChatGPT like the first time I I heard about it I was like, "Oh, you can access this publicly? Whoa, cool." And now it exists and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> we like wrote, I, we I wrote, wrote a, short stories we, about a moose. I wrote a fake song with it that was kind of funny, and short stories. And after that, I was like, okay, I don't have anything else to yeah, do I, with this. Like all the, hype, I was, you know, it was so interesting, exciting to get. It's uh, maybe the same thing with those goggles. It's like, hey, I got them. Now what? So,
3: someone made a, a comment on Twitter yesterday about a, a tattoo of King Kong holding a ham radio. So I I hopped into an AI and I said, yeah, make that image. So
1: oh, did it work? Yeah was it cool? was King Kong good?
3: holding a ham radio
1: yeah i haven't done I haven't done the thing with making images, but yeah it's, uh, like, but, like but, it's but yeah I'm, I'm i mean bottom line is to get back to the point i'm a text of, i'm a voice to text guy oh okay, that's interesting huh huh but what was that through that you did that with
3: uh it's like the Microsoft Bing,
1: oh okay. It looks pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but bottom line is, uh, like probably many of you, I'm a uh, voice-to-text guy, especially while driving.
3: What do you mean, like many of you?
1: Like many of the listeners. What I'm doing is I'm teaming up against you and my kids when I say it that like way. Like many that's,
3: of you. that is okay. called
1: Caleb, that's called a rhetorical device, right? That's called a rhetorical, like many of you, many of, there are many of us You're building a team that doesn't
3: a, exist. That use voice-to-text?
1: Hey, not, not, at many... the,
3: not at the level you think.
1: Well, um, we could ask the texters right I think, now.
3: I think there is... If you're driving,
1: how else do you do it? It's illegal to do it any other okay, way, Caleb. Okay, if you're this... driving,
3: are you driving
1: right I now? I drive a lot. I drive a lot.
3: <laughs> you're driving when you're just sitting in your living room and start, like, oh, when you needed to set a reminder, so
1: you just start talking and... Text Caleb Henry, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh i didn't say it out loud oh no
3: that oh that's too bad know, did that not did the there. technology fail it you was, no
1: i was just i thought it would repeat it to me out loud and i thought it would be a good bit but i don't know why it didn't oh it didn't for some reason well
3: for somebody who apparently uses this all the time be nice if you knew how I do. it worked
1: i do and you know what there is a cost of doing business with it of course which is there are some errors and i and and you know that's like i said that's the cost of doing business with text to voice Voice-to-text, I should say. There's going to be some errors, sometimes funny, sometimes it's going to be very clear because of the errors I was doing voice-to-text, but you know what? I don't care. You can figure it out still, speaking, or will correct
3: it. Speaking of errors and technological advances, did you hear part of Apple's updates yesterday is there will be no more auto-correcting to duck?
1: <laughs> no, it
3: No, that's a real thing. We like We joked hey. about that for a second in the morning. That's one of the features. Uh, did they put out.
1: okay? Did they put arrow keys on the keyboard? Speaking of reasons, I don't Why like do to use the you... keyboard to move the cursor where I want it to go. And yes, I know you can force press down on the keyboard and move it around, but it doesn't work very good. Arrow keys, give me arrow keys.
3: It's never not worked for me.
1: Give... Like what? Yeah, it's hard to get that thing placed exactly where you want it to be. Hundred no, percent. Yeah. Arrow keys are the future. Arrow keys. You want to just yell detection.
3: into your phone? Move the cursor back here.
1: That'd be all right too. <laughs> It's hard to describe though what that means by voice. We put A lot of pro voice uh, voice to textures on the text line right now. One. You got one. One out of you got one Julie. out of one. So, 100% so one hundred percent. One out of seven. Right all, now. Of tech, all of our are voice tag. All of our textures. I'm just kidding. Texters. Julie's
3: the only one who texted it.
1: Yeah. One out of one. 100%. One hundred percent. in a thousand. I don't think that's a good. That's like, do you literally never voice text?
3: I do. If, if I'm driving because my phone is connected it's to my the car, the only legal
1: way to text. Yes. yes.
3: So it'll it'll read off the text, ask if I want to reply, and I'll, yes. Yeah, so while I'm driving, I just talk, and I say send. But that's literally just while I'm driving. The rest of the time, I can just type it out fine. Faster? Well, I'm also not sitting out here just around people. It's like, oh, I can just fire off a text, well, I mean, it, if, or I can just talk right If I'm in right a crowded,
1: r- if I'm in a meeting, I'm usually not voice texting, although I have, but I'm usually not. <laughs> No, I just, like if I'm with a lot of people. I but. type.
3: I think part of it might also be where I'm at and where your kids are at. Is we've grown up with the ability to text. So, so for I have I, the ability. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, from a young age, we were not voiced to texting. And I know you weren't either, but you've grown up as the technology has advanced to where you got cell phones, and then there was texting. Like me growing up, it was right away. Oh, as soon as you got a phone, you were texting. It, so I think it's a I think it's a generational thing more than anything.
1: I don't know. I, you can you can call me old if you want. But no, no, I'm not calling you, you old. You can. I just, you, or, and my kids, I'm not. You can. You guys can do that. But you're the ones refusing new technology. You're the ones stuck in the past. Okay. I liked it the way when we didn't. I liked it the way when we didn't have to use our voices. We used our fingers, and that was all. And we liked it that way. That's who you guys are. That's what you sound like. Okay. I don't need any of this new wrangled technology. I can use my fingers. God gave me hands to text. He did, right? He did. (laughs) (laughs) I. That's who you. That's who you are. It's sad. It's. I mean, it's sad. But I'm just holding up a mirror. To I'm not you saying and it's. Uh, my, I'm it's, holding up a mirror to you and my kids, right?
3: I'm now. not saying it's generational, but that's what the text line's showing me.
1: Is it? What's it saying?
3: Um, Ron says voice to text for the win. Yep. Um, his la- by the way, his wh- latest. By the way, his latest request, and this is me starting to just like I don't know how old everybody is, but this is me just starting to input ages. His latest <laughs> la-
1: game we should play is read people's texts to us and <laughs> guess their age.
3: <laughs> his latest request was surfing in a hurricane by Jimmy Buffett.
1: Uh, this would be a great game. Read me the last five texts from any <laughs> random texter, and we'll see if we can. It's like a uh, game at the state fair
3: uh chicken rich says i always voice to text it is so irritating to have a texting conversation with somebody that takes 10 minutes to type with one finger and respond just voice to text come on
1: or get, Ch- i know chicken rich is about my age get so. good at texting <laughs> <That's>,
3: <laughs> chris the dentist says voice to text all the way my kids hate it
1: too you know, why do kids hate it so much that's what i don't understand it just
3: Because it makes you look really old and incapable of using using a new technology. I'm sorry you have arthritis in your wrist and you can't text. it's
1: It's not about any of that. It is about efficiency and speed and the power of technology.
3: Dealer Dave going the other way on me here says, I'm day near 50. Voice to text is stupid.
1: Uh, I would like more of an expanded argument against it than that. I don't. I'm not sold on Dealer Days.
3: Part. Adam sends in. I love self righteous old cranky Jack sent with voice to text.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, when I started this show, this is what this is what getting here, uh, being here at the same job for 17 years will do for you. When I started this show, I was the I was the young whippersnapper in the room, and I was. You know, I was giving John Bishop a hard time for being, you know, what, eight years older than me, uh, and now the, the my, how the turntables, as Michael Scott from the do, office says. Do you
3: know what's going to happen the next two days?
1: What's what, How's that?
3: You're going to be the oldest person on KLIN. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen
1: very often. That's true. Man. That's crazy. Long (laughs) time, long time from that bright-eyed, bushy-tailed 28-year-old walking into this studio with my then my one-year-old son at the moment, uh, at that point in 2006. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, I thought you had more texts there. I, 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 do. I may, They reading. may be misspelled because people were not doing them voice to text. It's from that Paul. What's he say? Uh, well, ab- I bet he voice texts a ton. Absolutely voice
3: to text d- with uh, multiple exclamation points. Mm-hmm. He's an one-
1: attorney. I bet he writes as all of his. You know, I bet he. That's the other thing. He searches for
3: uh, for for legal cases in Chat GPT. I
1: will say this though. I will say this though. I dictated letters for three four years. On mm-hmm. um, every letter I wrote, almost.
3: He uh he goes on to say, and by the way, you can tell how old someone is. Tell them that they are all thumbs. If they're happy, they're young. If they're insulted, they're old. Okay. I know what it means to be all thumbs. I don't know what
1: that means. Is now, that about, does that have something to do with texting?
3: It just means that you're you're not very nimble. Oh, okay. With your hands. No. What one or two clips do you want to play? <laughs>
1: yeah well hey, well i mean I, let, let me just let me just say, let me just summarize everything for you uh chris christie's running for president he had a town hall in New Hampshire. He got mad about some stuff and said some stuff about trump's the north carolina the north Dakota governor guy that nobody 's name nobody's going to know his name. Uh, is going to be running. He's making an announcement. Mike Pence is announcing. He'll probably do it in a super sing-songy voice like he's reading a children's book to someone. Uh, let's see. Senators are uh, getting ready for a hearing on AI. They're not going to have any idea what anyone is talking about. They can get ready all they want. But they're, they probably voice text like me, too. <laughs> they have but, no idea so they've, got got that. They, they've got that right now. The Canadian wildfire is now entering into the eastern United States. Yeah, and all New York of a sudden, City New England and great. New York City is getting to feel like what it's like in Lincoln, Nebraska, the Kansas spring, wildfires. Kansas and Canada. We got up from both sides this time. Extreme makeover home edition. The show is coming back. What was Was there a desire? It's for another that? reboot. Extreme makeover home. But they're not having Ty Gifford. Is that his name? Ty Gifford. Ty, whatever his name was. Ty host it anymore. The move that bus guy. Uh, they got a new host for it, so we've got that. Why does Ty
3: Gifford sound like
1: a football? Ty player? is that a, is that somebody else? Is Ty, Ty Gifford? Yeah, is Ty Gifford like a former Husker? Is that one of Luke Gifford's brothers? <laughs> that, that was my first thought. Too. <laughs> Did I just create a new member of the Gifford family here in Lincoln? <laughs> well,
3: there it was, it was there was an Isaac Gifford, not not Ty Gifford.
1: Well, Isaac's his brother. I mean, it's yes, that's. But Ty Ty, Ty what's his last name? Pence. Is it Ty Pence? Is he related to Mike Pence? What is that dude's last name? Okay, yeah, Isaac and Luke are like Oscars. There, it yeah, doesn't I look like that.
3: there's a tie in that fan. <laughs> uh,
1: who is it? If I search Ty Gifford, who is that? Ah, defensive back from New Mexico State. Yeah. Uh, the tie from Extreme Home Makeover is uh, Pennington. 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 See, I always said Pence. He's 58 years old. Jeez. Huh. Voice he's, to text. He's a good looking man. Good looking man for fifty-eight. Uh let's see, did I miss anything else in the sound off that you might want to know? I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, I think that was pretty much what I was gonna do there. So Okay. That's a different version of the sound off. That's <laughs> that's uh Oh yeah, and uh and there there are more con- there are people in Congress who think UFOs are being held held back from them. We will play that one. That's a good one. Yeah. We'll play that one. People in Congress are, uh, some in Congress are saying, hey, the, the, uh, non-legislative branch portion of the government is keeping ufo information from us this
7: is not a question i had on my bingo card Um. (laughs) the chair of the house democratic caucus pete aguilar getting some laughs when asked about a whistleblower allegation that the u.s government has been collecting pieces of alien craft and that details of the craft retrieval program are being kept from congress and the intelligence community on the republican side majority leader steve scalise says he hasn't seen the report but took the opportunity to talk about other cases in which he feels Congress isn't getting answers obviously we're
8: concerned about Congress being kept in the dark uh, from a lot of these agencies
7: the Department of Defense says it has not discovered any verifiable information to back up the whistleblower claims on Capitol sure. Hill Ryan Schmelz sure. Fox
1: News. give us the truth Steve Scalise said he thinks they're keeping alien information from us basically. give us the truth I right? think that's what he was saying there I do uh all right, we're going to take a break right now. That was one clip on the sound off today.
3: You you're welcome, Lincoln. Listen.
1: I mean, and did, if you, and did if, y'all really need to hear the breakdown of the another three presidential candidates there and what they didn't did? Did you like
3: that sound off? Did you not like that sound off? Let us know with a voice to text at 402-479-1400.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. All right, it's just 6.54. I got something else to say, but I'm not going to. It's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on K-L-I-N.
9: Double arm.
0: they done it, and now LPD needs your help. Crime Stoppers on
1: LNK Today.
7: Bad, boys, bad boys. I'm going to
1: try this again. Text Caleb Henry, you suck. Come on. Do you want
7: to send it or change it? Send it. I'm done.
1: Done. Hey, Caleb, check your phone. It. I have you blocked. So, there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we found out who Ty Gifford was. Uh, you know how you know how sometimes you have a name in your head that basically goes in a file cabinet in your brain and then isn't open for 25 years. Uh, Ty Gifford was a Lincoln Southeast football player who went on and played at New Mexico State, and mm-hmm. I, I probably had some mutual friends with her. So, and I don't know, maybe it is related to the Isaac Luke Gifford clan. Got to be not cousins, sure. right? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not totally sure about that, but uncles. So I had that name but not the home of extreme home makeover which by the way my wife texted my, my, wife, my wife texted me about 8 times pennington she was like pennington 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 <laughs> uh, all right uh hey <laughs> Hey, good to see you, man. How you doing? I'm doing <laughs> it's well. It's been a while. Uh, let's uh, let's do a little Crime Stoppers, shall we? Yes. What are we working on this week?
8: Um, if you go to lincolncrimestoppers.com, uh, we're going to talk about a couple package thefts. Uh, the first one's called the case of the disappearing packages. Uh, the victim lives in the area 1300 block of South 25th Street on June 2nd, about 3 o'clock. She already has her package delivered. Um, the Silver Honda Accord pulls in the parking lot. A male approaches from the vehicle, from the passenger side. He takes the two packages out the porch, runs back to the vehicle. They drive off. Um, The vehicle's been partially identified. Uh, The male's described as possibly an Asian male, 20 to 30 years old, gray shirt and shorts, black man bag, whatever you call those (laughs) things that you throw on the sleeve, and glorified fanny pack, uh, mustache, dark hair, and a ponytail, Loss is only about 70 bucks, but still, we've had a lot of package thefts in that area. Maybe we can tie that person and whoever else is driving to other thefts in the area. The second one's called Porch Pirate Times 2. Uh, the victim lives in the area 22nd, 2200 block of E Street, which is near the other one. Uh, Victor reports back on May 5th, about 3.20 in the afternoon, a male walks onto her porch and takes two packages oh, she man. just recently had delivered. Fast forward to May 26, about 2.30 in the afternoon, the same exact male walks onto the porch and takes two more packages. We're able to get some ring video or some kind of video like that. Um, and it shows a male, possibly a white male, heavier set, um, late 30s to 40s, uh, tattoos on his left arm, green shirt with gray sleeves, blue jeans, shaved head. The other photos, I think we haven't got those out there yet, is uh, he's wearing a white tank top and jean shorts, so all right. loss is over $50, we're hoping someone can identify All
1: right. right, Officer Matt, we'll check him out at LincolnCrimestoppers.com. Good to see you again. We'll talk Thanks. to you again soon. All right? Yep, we'll yep. see you. Matt Stegman from LPD. 7 o'clock, KLIA again.
5: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot
7: Food for 10 at Russ's Market. Stock up on a wide variety of items throughout the store. On sale now, 10 for $10. Mix and match items. Russ's Market, because quality matters.
0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends. On the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN.
1: All right, every Wednesday we give you an opportunity to get those things off your chest that you may have been carrying around. It may have been impeding you from productivity and friendliness and pleasantness. Get rid of that burden. Get rid of what's chapping your hide, no matter how small it seems. There's also probably someone out there who's listening today who's like, me too, I can absolutely relate to you on that thing. And so, we are bringing people together, we are making this town more productive and more kind, and it's a it's an important part of the fabric of this community. So, let's get to it right now. Phone lines are completely busy. You can text in at 402-479-1400 or facebook.com/lnk today. First, today, Mr. That Paul, good morning, That Paul. What chaps your hide?
10: Mergers and exits. What is wrong with people? On ramps have merge lanes. So merge! Why do some drivers wait until the gradually narrowing lane only has enough room for a moped before they try (laughs) to merge into traffic? And it would not surprise me if it isn't these same idiots of the interstate that get ready to exit. By slowing down long before arriving at the off ramp. <laughs> that is why the off ramp exit is so long <laughs> to give you time to slow down after you get off. <laughs> and while not traffic related, but definitely an exit question, when is Vanna White going to retire already? <laughs> he was hired. 40 years ago to be a Coke bottle and turn the letters when they had to be physically moved to reveal the puzzle. Now they, quote, need, unquote, her to touch the screen to reveal the letters. It is all digital now. You don't need anyone to touch the tiles. Save some money, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> You are paying Dana White $10 million a year when you can literally replace her with a clip. I gotta go.
2: He that obviously doesn't good. understand the good. appeal of Vanna White uh, on that show. <laughs> I, I'm
1: glad he's I'm glad he's like a watchdog for the spending at Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> making sure they're using every efficiency that's possible. I have honestly though, I've wondered about that same thing with Vanna <laughs> White. Honestly, like there are people, many of us have had them. There are monotonous jobs out there. That's gotta be pretty terrible though, doesn't it? After forty years and i get it she's making dough i'm sure it's nice I'm and probably has a sh- they probably pa- i don't know how they record those they probably pack all of them into one day and then they get a month off or something but uh, still that's probably yeah right i mean still though the whole i mean 40 years of watching other people play that show and then going and either physically turning those things or now just touching them whatever it might be i just i can't i'm she has got to be ready to retire. She has got to be ready to be done with that. That's a good one.
3: There's worse ways to spend 40 years. I'm sure there there (laughs) definitely is,
1: but at some point, I just think you'd drive yourself crazy.
2: Being the first guy into the radio station in the morning
1: (laughs) (laughs) ranks right up there. Maybe. All right, back to the phones. Mike is next. Good morning, Mike. What's chapping your hide?
10: Well, for one, following that, but (laughs) two, um, hey, I. I don't know if it's the, the summer, getting warmer, people getting more upset, but you're coming up to an intersection, you're probably a quarter mile or more away, you see light just turn red, so you know it's going to be about a minute, and so you start slowing down a little bit so you don't have to ruin your brakes stopping. Right. And you got some tailgater in your rearview mirror getting mad and pounding the steering wheel. Don't need to speed up. I don't get it. I don't understand. And they're it. gonna but have anyway. to stop it,
1: and, and they're gonna have to stop anyway, just like you.
10: Exactly. Yeah. And then also, one more. There's right. a box. You, you get her every once in a while. She reads her stories. She uh you know, does it a nice speed and everything, then she closes it with her her byline, like, Hillary Barfy <laughs> Fox News!
11: <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it.
1: The, the guy who, I don't know if he's still done, the guy who, Dave Anthony on Fox News, he used to do, he used to do this, <clears throat> see if I can do it, I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Barsky, yeah. I'm Dave Anthony, <laughs> maybe they're related, I'm not sure, <laughs> back to the phones. Uh, Debbie is next, Debbie got in third today, wow, good morning Debbie, how are you doing?
9: Morning. well, I usually totally agree with that Paul, but I tell you, 40 years of Vanna White having to walk in those stilettos, she deserves <laughs> her 10 or 11 months. I
1: We've never seen her trip. They probably re-edited that, but yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's but, a good point. Yeah. What do you got, Debbie?
9: Yeah, but that's Okay, I got what I got is another is a TV thing. I thought years ago they got rid of the most annoying thing which is canned laughter. I cannot stand that. It is like <laughs> fingernails down a chuckboard to me and now there's a new ad out for that product and i'm not going to promote it but it's veggies and fruits Mm -hmm. and the spokesperson is the inventor of it and he says oh all the letters say that we need a different actor to play me well i'm not an actor I'm the real man, and they laugh at this canned laughter. Oh, my God. I would never buy that product. i <laughs> listening to that. Jeez, it drives me insane, and it's all coming back in some of these shows now. Canned laughter. Yeah, it used it to
1: gone. be everywhere in sitcoms, yes. remember? I mean, yes. uh-huh. basically in everything, and Love I don't tracks, know. Yeah. yeah, do they not It do was that?
3: annoying on the Big Bang what? Theory.
1: They did in the Big Bang Theory? Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think. Are there any shows left where they actually do it? I don't even know. I don't recall. But Oh, I can't stand yeah.
9: it. Oh, it's just so annoying. It's so <laughs> Talk about technology rejection, that's it, right there. Goodness,
2: bringing that back. All right, so. good. Thank you, Debbie. I appreciate I, 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 it. I think we should have a little of that here. Yeah, so, that uh, would be good, a, a, laugh, little, track? a, little, little a little laugh track. Could
1: we do a laugh track? <laughs> feel I would It would boost my confidence, I think, a little bit. Because <laughs> you know, sure. so c- if I don't hit it with the two of you, even if the entire city of Lincoln is dying laughing at what I said, but neither of you two are reacting, then it doesn't feel, you're right, it doesn't quite get the rhythm going, even though I'm hitting home run after home run. Especially when right? they have Bo- uh, Boris Johnson's laugh. <laughs> yeah. What was that one? I, ju- I just remember them's the breaks with oh, that's, him.
2: That's right. That's yeah. what he was. Them's he, was the he,
1: he was them's the breaks. Uh, all right. My goodness. Uh, Facebook page. We'll go to the Facebook page Peter's now. got one that
2: I totally agree Peter with.
1: Peter says what Chaps decide is cheese sauce in lieu of actual cheese. That is a cost-saving measure. In Now, I will say this. I, am, I was the, the main architect recently of a taco bar, and we gave both options. You should call yourself the architect? Yes, I call myself the architect of a taco bar, both in the in the mental design stages and in the physical creation stages. By the way, but we gave people the choice of actual shredded cheese or the uh, you know the synth, synthetic. Yeah, queso is a nice way to call it. Yeah. It's really uh, sort of fake cheese goop product. Yeah, essentially. I mean, we bought it at Costco. And it looked like a paint can. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> it, was good. it was the exact same shape and size as a paint can, just industrial strength cheese mm-hmm. in that thing. And I'll tell you what—I think it was more popular than the uh, than the shredded cheese. All said and done, but I agree with him generally, right? Like. Yes, a cheese saw cheese sauce does not substitute on like a burger for cheese, or on a taco for shredded cheese, or any of those things. I agree. It's a good product on its own. It's great for dip. It's great to be a dip. That's what I would say. It's great to be it. But
3: now I do put if I make a a breakfast burger.
1: Okay, I'm using a breakfast uh, burger.
3: Yeah, just use breakfast sausage instead of instead of like beef. Isn't right, that just called a breakfast sandwich? Well, then I put uh I put it on a bun. That makes breakfast it a burger. Sandwich
1: on okay. Anyway. I put a
3: put an over easy egg on it, put some cheese think, sauce over the top I of it. I think you
1: just reinvented the sausage egg McMuffin and called it a <laughs> breakfast burger. It's a breakfast burger, <laughs> <laughs> It's That's pretty much the same thing. But anyway. <laughs> it's a you put burger. you put what you are gonna say you put cheese mm. sauce on that? Yeah. Be
2: careful, somebody might have it copyrighted.
1: Yeah, the only time I really Taco Tuesday. The only time I really want the cheese sauce is if I'm actively dipping. But like for a plate of nachos, I don't want the cheese sauce. The sauce is for not on the chips to begin. You're applying it with the dip, and then you're eating or any other food. I don't want to spread cheese sauce on a plate of nachos. I'd rather I want melted cheese. But that's cheese usually in that the way scenario. it comes. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, let's see. Uh Patsy says people who talk about their dogs all the time acting like the animals are human. They are. <laughs> Up until exactly 1 year ago, totally agreed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> got him. Ladies and gentlemen, is that, we got is him.
1: that a is that like a is that a little passive aggressive thing against me there and my stories about my dog? I hope so. Jeez. Um Joe says, "People in their snarky comments about what chaps my hide don't want to add them to the problem." Not totally sure what that means, but okay. Becca says, "When my chap isn't read, hey, I read it this time." Becca, I didn't. Sorry, I don't. I don't typically ignore, but sometimes we just get so busy with the phones and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if it's just a straight up political one, that I, can, I try, I probably try and read it pretty quickly. Uh, Karen says, "Cars driving too fast on residential gravel roads, and yes, twenty five miles an hour is too fast." The dust is horrible. My father and mother-in-law live on a gravel road, okay, out in out in Iowa, central Iowa, and outside of the town. And they, I I learned the hard way. Like Mark, they'll sort of like redo the gravel every right. once in a while. They'll grade it. Yeah, I learned the hard way when I was dating her. This was so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm driving too so fast we, yeah we had only we, we we were dating we weren't engaged or married yet and so i was driving probably during the summer when i was working here in lincoln driving to go visit her when she was home um between college and uh when we got married or or between years of college or something and so i i would would drive out and i'm really excited to get i haven't seen her for haven't seen her for weeks we're doing the long distance relationship excited to show up and you know get that first smooch or whatever and and there I am in my in my uh, uh, Nissan Sentra, flying down the road, <laughs> going down the hill right before their house, which they had just, like you said, they had just redone the gravel on the thing, and, and I'm and I'm <laughs> slowing down to turn into the driveway, and it was like I was on ice, straight past the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thank you oh, straight, yeah, past right. wow. straight, straight past the thing uh with the family looking out the window and looking at the idiot guy, their daughter <laughs> is uh going to be marrying shortly down the road. Did you learn from it? Then? Yes, I go vi- yeah I did yeah, I okay. actually did i go i am now I probably have over adjusted the other <laughs> direction. I get to the top of that hill and I'm going down like five miles an hour, but Karen would be happy with that the the part about driving on gravel roads that
2: i hate is when the wind is behind you and you slow down and then this cloud of dust overtakes you yes
1: some of the dust is ridiculous mike says rain that bypasses lincoln every time yeah we tried to fix it on friday i think we did a little progress yeah we did mark says 30 30 cents gallons uh let's see he basically said cheaper gas in omaha by 30 cents michael says people who stop light who hop on their phones immediately then ignore the light when it turns green you know how you can avoid that Voice to text. But but, but
3: who who said they were texting?
1: You could use voice to text for anything. You could browse with it. You could send emails with it. You could call other people with it. Open Twitter. Scroll. Uh, Oh, here we go. Here's Will. Uh, I'm reading it. Presidents who can't walk and corrupt FBI. There you go. Uh, Is that all of them? I think that's all of them there. At there are several point. on the text line. Real quick, do some of the text ones for me. Mosh
3: Pit Chad says, going fishing with my dad and brother and watching them catch multiple fish while I get nothing, <laughs> doing the exact same thing. It was about time to start cutting lines. That was me for the first two days in Ballard's <laughs> right. last year. That's right. <laughs> so I drank a lot of beer instead over those first two days. Uh, Corey says, people yapping during movies at the theater. It can't be only our bad luck. I'd say 75% of our visits include the commentary version of the film. Shush, people! Steve says, "What happened to common sense? The street repair and everything closed is the most asinine thing I've ever seen in my life."
1: Just the free? Does he just mean the amount of stuff closed Probably, right now? Yeah. No, oh, I. Uh, you know. That's how you get a lot of stuff fixed, I guess. But. Diane says,
3: peeling hard-boiled eggs. When oh, I, When yes. I will be chopping them up for potato salad or egg salad, the yes. shell peels off smooth and easy, but when I need them to look nice for deviled eggs, I end up picking <laughs> itty-bitty pieces of shell off, leaving divots all over the egg. They look awful, so me I
1: crazy. When crazy. Sometimes we have salads for, like, like big salads with chicken or steak or something in them, I'm, and we'll often put hard-boiled eggs in an exact same thing. Like, I will... Some of the eggs, there's like, it's just the yolk by the time I'm done peeling it at that point. There's got to be a better way to do that. You use a spoon or, or running water? Uh, no, I usually, I mean, I just boil them and then I take them off the burner and then I just let the water cool and I take them off. Should I be doing something else?
2: Uh, my brother in law's got a unique way of doing it. He, once, as they cool down, he pours the water out and then he takes the pan and just shakes the pan until the shells crack, uh-huh. shakes it lightly. And then they just tend to come right off. Sometimes they do. Usually they don't, for me.
3: Uh, A couple more. Chris and Olathe says, people that tailgate so close that you can't see their headlights. That happened on the way to work today. Hmm. Jason says, trying to call your cell phone provider um, about any cell phone issue. I think their goal is to get you to never call back. (laughs) And Chicken Rich says, what chaps my hide is Vanna insists on touching the letters and refuses to learn to talk to turn. Get with technology.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. That that was a crowd like that one. All right. (laughs) I don't hate that. I don't hate that. It really gives me a confidence boost. All right, well, I will save that in here for you. All right, 726. Caleb's got sports coming up next. That's it for
5: What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday on K-L-I-N. I like the local news because it doesn't get into all. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
0: It's time to count them down. The five things you'll be talking about today. This is The Morning Drive, presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on 1,499.3
2: KLIN.
1: Let's count them down, starting today with number five.
2: Lincoln's no stranger to controversy related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Back in 2015, the former president of the University of Southern Mississippi Ordered the state flag taken down on the U.S.M. campuses, but uh, at the time the flag contained the Confederate battle emblem. He then put up the state flag, and uh, that is now what is one of the, the
1: U.S. flag.
2: The, he took down the he took st- down the state, state flag, flag and put up flag. The, yes yeah
1: he put up the United States flag.
2: I stand corrected. Yes, now, that was Rodney Bennett, who is the priority candidate hmm. for U.N.L. Chancellor.
1: Uh, all right, <laughs> like I have no. I may not be the best person to have a read on what is gonna, you know, upset people or what is gonna make it... you think that's gonna is that gonna be a a a thing that people are gonna bring up as an issue uh for him? I, that he took down the Mississippi State flag when it had the had the stars and bars as part of it, essentially. Which they changed it, right? Yeah. They went and um it's got the magnolia blossom now on the thing. So it's been it got it got completely changed, so um, 2020, they did that. I don't know if this is, if that's something that rubs. I, I don't know if there's like, if there's passion for the debate about the Confederate flag in Lincoln, Nebraska, a whole lot or not, or if they, people feel like that is going to be some, you know, symbolic or going to go to something else about him or not. I, I can't tell how to read this one exactly, but. You know, we are. It, it is interesting, regardless of of all of that. As he's going through these forums, we are getting to know um, more more about him. And it and at that time, there was a it was a huge issue in the state of Mississippi, mm-hmm. very passionate on every side of it, as as you can probably remember. That that was a big thing right in that era, it very about much 20, was. 2015 at that time. And like I said, five years uh. later, they they changed the whole thing. But there were people who wanted him removed. For, for doing that at that time, or that the university miss out on state funds because of that too. So,
3: I don't think it's going to be something that that people really take issue with. I am I am curious, like you said, if anyone looks at that and says, "What could that signal for how he would handle situations here in Lincoln?" Yeah. What, uh, whether well, it, like if, if there's if there's a really hot social topic, how is he going to? make decisions regarding UNL
1: yeah I mean I mean listen the elephant in the room is that there's a lot of disagreement right now just in terms of how you know how much you should stress and how you should sh- stress right things like inclusion and diversity and those buzzwords I mean they just you know just the discussion of them gets people fired well, up right now and that's uh that's gonna be a part of the the discussion for this chancellor
2: but oftentimes it's not really discussion it's just pontification of your position right. and not wanting to to openly discuss or even have a, a cogent conversation on on an issue it's it's emotion and it's I don't know maybe some fear thrown in there but uh, you know the discussion part kind of takes a back seat in many of these situations
1: right yeah it was interesting he said he lives in Florida right now and they've They've banned in Florida colleges and universities from spending money on diversity, equity, and inclusion is what he said. And he said he's watched that and is trying to genuinely understand where questions around diversity, equity, and inclusion are coming from. Um, And then on on the other, I, I thought I liked this quote from him a lot. Um, And this was in the Nebraska Examiner article. He said, if we are doing our jobs as educators, I think we have an obligation to put in front of students many scenarios for which they may not like or may not feel comfortable or may not be as familiar with so they can begin to become more familiar with and embrace what they're likely to face in the workplace as they go live their lives both locally and abroad. Absolutely. A hundred percent that is what I think. Stop trying to... Stop trying to control... You know, college to college students hearing theories that you might not like, they might not like. Goodness sakes! I went to I went to college in a church based evangelical college in Northwest Iowa, and the the most one of the most conservative counties in the entire country, if not the most. Right? I took philosophy classes. I took political classes, uh, pol- poli sci classes. Uh, you name it, other, you know other things in the specials communications classes. I was confronted with all kinds of things even in that scenario, in that scenario, political theories. listen in I mean we had courses that were required that were were related to to faith like and biblical courses and those sorts of things. I had all kinds of things that I was challenged with in that in those things as well. That was a foundation of my college education for me Was being confronted with some things that I wasn't comfortable with thinking mm-hmm. And learning how to go through those things The dumbing down of, uh, of academia, especially at the college level So that nobody has to be uncomfortable with ideas that they don't like Or, or may adopt ideas that we don't think they should adopt Come on Come on, it's get rid of the academic participation trophies and <laughs>
2: wow, yeah. Put these that's,
1: that's pretty good too, right? I mean, put, yeah. put 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 people through these cuz that's the real world, right, Mark? It is. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, we're, here, we're we do it every day on this show is is try and <laughs> yeah. live in this world where we've got things and, and trying to figure out how to navigate all of those things, and I mean, you're going to have to be prepared for. It. If you get listen, if you get surrounded with all stuff you you agree with in college and nothing that's controversial or dead wrong, you may it's going to be a bad it's going to be bad introduction to the real world.
2: You, you'll have a diploma, but not really educated.
1: That's what, yeah. That's that's what I think, too. I mean, so I really appreciated that yeah, comment. There there,
2: there are some people that really are irritated by laugh tracks, and yet we go ahead and do those <laughs> things. I mean, those are the true controversies that you can be faced Thank with.
1: Thank you. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, all, kind, all kinds of ideas are welcome.
2: Petition Drive to repeal LB 753 got underway yesterday. Support our schools is the group. They're uh, public school supporters who don't want public tax dollars to be used for private schools. And these are tax dollars that would be a credit if they donated. To it was a dollar-for-dollar
1: dollar credit, right? That's part of the up reason that certain, they're, fi- that up they're fired certain, up about it is Up to a certain yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not... Uh, well, here. Here's what's interesting. Now, they said they wanted to try and get 90000 in 90 days. But that's not like... They don't need that. No in terms of signatures they've got a lot longer time
2: i think it's eight eighty six thousand or something like that
1: and they've got longer than 90 days to do it too but they're just they're being aggressive and like you said i think you made a good point you're in the summer and you probably have more volunteers available in the summer for this type of an issue for obvious reasons than you might in say january when you need when you're down to crunch time
2: well and it's going to be a lot easier to to get out to public events that go on during the summertime and into the fall and you'll be set up for a signature gathering as uh, the fall sports season kicks underway right. if, if you need it and, and
1: I still think this is a really interesting political issue because on the surface you might think oh okay you know conservatives are for school choice and liberals are for uh, you know for everything going into public schools and and that being a big government thing i think that's a stereotypical way to look at this thing but Look at the governor signing. Who was standing right by when the governor sa- signed this bill? I don't know if you yep. saw it, but you see well, it was Justin, Justin Wayne. In, talking about in North Omaha and, and where he represents. Mm-hmm. And, and him wanting this. And then we talked about yesterday, there's going to be rural districts where there are going to be people who probably are as, as red as it comes, but they're going to say, wait, wait, we, we don't. there's no private school within an hour of here right. at this point. And and so that's not something that we want either. We look at the public school a little bit differently in our town than you do, you know, for LPS or OPS, for example. Yeah,
3: it, it can be not just which side of the aisle you're on. It can be urban, rural, and it can be where where you're at, who you're representing uh, in their socioeconomics. Yeah, and I, and I think that's why you had Justin Wayne pushing so hard for this with North Omaha.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all, I the really fa- I know we are it is so easy to just bifurcate every political issue, every issue that we talk about into left and right. Everybody likes to do it, it's easy as shorthand. If I say something you don't like, you say I'm too conservative or too liberal, whatever. That's the easy way to do it. But this one, medical marijuana, I mean you you name it, there there are a whole lot of issues out there that are not easily divisible into those two camps and I think this is, is going to be one and people are going for the signature drive Mark are kind of ga- are that's kind of what they're hanging their hat on.
2: Well they're also hanging their hat on the school choice uh, noting that private schools do not have to accept all students. They can set criteria for right. uh, and, and criteria for who gets these scholarships and so they're also uh, although I, I think the money issue is the biggest point they're also noting this, this uh, choice may not be as uh, publicly choice uh, school choice yeah. as some
1: would like to think yeah I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen but we'll see first of all they got to get the signatures so that's that's the first challenge in this whole thing and that's not always a guarantee either
2: number two will South 70th Street open from Saltillo to Rocaby Road that's right in front of the uh, new sta- uh, standing, standing bear, bear high yeah. school so uh, thank goodness that will be the second <laughs>
1: I didn't think we were ever going to get to drive on this again.
2: I Well, it's been since August of last
1: year. Is that it, all? I thought it was a lot more than that. So
2: They've, they've done a lot of improvements there. Um, public and private utility infrastructure improvements. Uh, believe it or not, a roundabout.
1: Really? In so, that area of town?
2: South 70th and sure? Charger Lane. That's just to the north side. Uh, a couple of blocks north of where Standing Bear is. Okay, because
1: so, there's one to the south. There's two to the south. If you keep going on that to there, get
2: to go over, there's actually three.
1: Yeah, there's
2: there's, there's th- one at 70th and Saltillo, and then there's one on each side of 68th and uh, Highway
1: 2. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I was that's what I was. Refer- you get lost, it's hard to tell where one ends and one begins in some cases. Well, yeah,
2: especially okay. those that are, are at the top of that interchange, right? So, but yeah, you do. Don't forget the one at 70th and Saltillo.
1: Well, I knew this had to be done soon because I mean, we're two months. Sorry to bring this up, kids, but we're two months away from the school year. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't yeah. That funny. Uh oh. I mean it's it's the countdown has begun already. It's back to school season. And eighty
2: fourth is closed, so that would be the the uh, <laughs> um, other way in yes. there.
1: I have a, a variety of reasons. I go to Hickman. Um, uh, got my, my grandmother lives down there. Um, we've got we my my daughter does some activities there. Between 84th and 70th being closed, Yeah, getting from East Lincoln there is a lot of backtracking. So.
2: The easiest way is if you're in Far East Lincoln is go out and take Nebraska go go at 2. Go out get, to the east at 120th. Get it
1: on like 98th or where can you get on it? 120th. 120th? I've never done it that. I always go up to 56th. I go all the way up
2: to 56th. Right. On Tuesdays, oftentimes I have lunch out at uh, the Sasastra Shrine Center. And from mm-hmm. my house, which is near the Nebraska Heart Hospital... It, uh, again, it's about 10 minutes shorter to go out east and bring uh, Highway 2 ah, around.
1: I should have tried that, but now 70th is open and I don't need to try it anymore. So thanks for the information, but it's too late for me. I'm excited to see Standing Bear a little close up too. Yeah. That'll be that'll be cool to that lo- see. That,
2: that looks like quite a con- uh, Wh- where campus. The that thing. All
1: right, moving on.
2: Number two again. Dead fish in the Union Plaza stream. Uh, unfortunate, but don't worry about it. According to Nebraska Game and Parks.
1: Channel 8 had a story that people were concerned because out there in Antelope uh, Valley, the in that Union Plaza, they got the stream that's like concrete bottom and there were de- dead fish popping up there, which <laughs> is not a pleasant thing when you're out for your afternoon walk right. around town or, or something like this. But it isn't that the water's poison or anything. They basically said, according to the Channel 8 story, Game and Parks did, we, got, we actually got some rains. Uh, that were significant. That day, whatever that day was, Mark, that we got like an inch and a half or whatever it was. It was like a, a Tuesday. Yeah, whenever we got that, that raised the levels uh, of the actual stream that feeds it, and that raised raised all over. Some of the fish then got into that area. When the water went down, they couldn't get in those areas with the concrete bottoms. And apparently, shallow water, concrete bottom, hot temperature, not a good thing for fish.
2: Yeah, they assume. Hot you, water temperature,
1: right? Yep, and so that was kind of the issue. But no, it's not like you know, it's not like there's some kind of disease stupid or fish. something happening there. So, stupid fish, <laughs> number one. Are you anti fish?
2: No, but know. they ought to know better. Okay, they're always in school.
3: Wow. I can't play the laugh track while I'm playing the morning drive. Sad. That would have been good. No.
1: Oh, man, those are going to be great for Mark's dad jokes.
2: <laughs> Incoming Husker receiver, Malachi Coleman, was on the Kelly Clarkson show Monday. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Was, uh, yeah, she presented a $15,000 donation to his nonprofit, Fly Like Kai. The donation actually came from the Dude Wipes Company.
1: <laughs> it's a funny place for it to go. Is Dude Wipes what I think it is? Yeah,
2: they're these things. What the, are they? They're you know moist towelettes. That's what I thought. But for dudes to
1: <laughs> dudes like you, apparently.
2: I've did, been using. Did I've, you
1: just pull one out of your pocket right I've, now?
2: I've had. I carry two, three of these all the time. You're I've, kidding. I've, I've used these things for probably ten years. A <laughs> quick cleanup. You know. You, no, I, you don't have, your have French to. Fr- your French fries, or you get a little ketchup on your fingers. Oh. Oh, I was thinking of a different sort of dude wipe. Well, you can use them for that too. Oh, okay. So
3: well, you open up their website and it says don't trust toilet paper after that lunchtime burrito. Oh good lord. <laughs> Billions of butts
2: wiped. That too. But okay. I, I use them for, for my yeah, hands. Anyway. You and I were in the same Yeah, yeah. And and they're they're mint chill <laughs> along with eucalyptus and tea tree essential oils.
1: Anyway. Congratulations to Malachi Coleman and the Fly Like Kai Foundation. Yeah, get and that the go- get and the that good people, dude. We gave him a, fr- you know what? Since they were, we, we we definitely are behind Malachi on this thing, so we gave him a little free love there. The Dude Wipes people uh, for that <laughs> generous, so so they got that thing. Uh, but yeah, a great start for our, for his nonprofit, Fly Like Kai, um, and it's it's about kids in the foster care system where he and his sister came up. And full disclosure. He and his parents are, are loyal, long-time loyal LNK today with Jack and did you listeners. do a, a, a podcast with yeah, him? Yeah, last summer. you can, And, and that's yeah. still up? Uh, yeah, you can go to KLIN.com. You can still hear that podcast that I did with him. It was it was really interesting Talked a little bit about his story. Now, it was a year ago, but he still hadn't committed to Nebraska at that point. Uh-huh. Um, Scott Frost was still the coach at that point when we did that. <laughs> so, right. If you listen to it now, you might want to filter, have a filter on just to... Realize but but some to of it that for his changed. story. But he talked about his story and and um, yeah. And my my son and I, or my son and he, have been classmates and teammates, so we're very close with them. But we we are very excited to see this. Uh, see that kickstart. Fifteen thousand is a big deal to get that nonprofit going and doing some good things. All right, that's it for your morning drive. Brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management. Seven fifty six on KLIN.
12: Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket?
0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Well, it's not necessarily the summer solstice yet, but it's always kind of a rite of summer coming. When our next guest is in, in studio with us, we know that we're starting to shine up the cars and get them outside. And uh, Jim McNeil has been uh, doing that for a long time, coming on the show. To tell us about the events and the great causes they are helping along with that. And so, Jim, I guess it's summer since you're here now.
11: You're darn right. This is what we're <laughs> going to be doing this summer here. Uh, this weekend, we're going to be out to the Cornhole pitching contest out there with the heartland cancer foundation out there trying to raise money for them and help all of the people that are in nebraska that use everything that they need out there
1: yeah very good cool. and you brought a guest with you today Tell oh yeah, you brought with you oh today. i brought
11: jen with me here she's uh, one of the people that works for the foundation out there to talk yeah. about the, the cancer Yeah, so, and all the good things
1: yeah jen Rathman joining us for now good morning jen how are you doing today good morning, good. Good. good what a great partnership here for the heartland cancer foundation <laughs>
13: yeah we're excited to partner with jim it's always fun he brings a you know a different audience to us yeah. and All the money raised is going to local cancer patients, staying right here, and local um, kids, too. We're also working with Operation Warm and the Firefighters. Oh, okay, great. We are expanding our reach this year to even more people in our communities.
1: This show in particular has been very close with the Heartland Cancer Foundation over the year. Myself, Caleb, both of us individuals, we've we've, uh, been a part of your events, the Mardi Gras events, for years and those sorts of things. And so I think we have a lot of this listener group who's familiar. But for those who aren't, tell us just a little bit about Heartland Cancer Foundation and especially kind of how you've, how you've progressed over the years and, and what Heartland Cancer Foundation is doing in 2023.
13: Sure, yeah. We have really expanded you know, our reach as well as a foundation and who we get to help and even more patients. Every year we have patients who come to us and need help with their utility bills, if they need help with their rent as they're going through treatment. Um, a lot of our patients you know, can't um, continue to work in full capacity and so they need some assistance. And so the foundation is there to help them. And we're excited every year we can help more and more patients out so the the work that we do with Jim and having people come to this event all the money raised you know goes back to the community Right,
1: it goes to those sort of and you guys have always you know you you've really sort of illuminated for me obviously you you, know, you hear that someone's going cancer and we're t- all touched by it in some way and and you you think of the treatment side of it and the difficulty of that what you might not think about is all of the things around that in life that become more difficult because of the treatment. you have to
13: put your life on pause. Right. You know, for a lot of it during treatment. And Cancer Partners of Nebraska hosts this event, and so they know all too well what our patients are dealing with and so that's one of the main reasons cancer partners host us and then we work with the foundation to help the community too just because yeah. our staff are familiar with our patients we know our patients our, our doctors know our patients and so we are excited to have an event that is just for them
1: and people and you, you've you all gotten good at you you kind of learn as you go what people need i think too that has oh, come sure. along with it too. So, for sure. Yeah.
13: In this money raised, I mean, like I said, everything goes back. So the cornhole um, competition that we have, all the, the teams pay $100 and they get into the event. They get a free t-shirt. We have burgers provided by the Talon Room in Del Gould that meets um, nice. here in town. And so we nice. work with a lot of local vendors that donate, you know, Rotella's donates the buns. We have, you know, different companies that have sponsored this and given us money to That's support awesome. it. We work with Eagle Printing to do all of our printing um, and work with Samson for our fins. So we are, excited to just work with local companies as well all
1: right jim so give us some more you we got a little little taste of it there from jen but, get, jen but give us some more of the details
11: that we've got going on with this first of all when is it where is it well it's going to be uh, right north of, right south the hobby lobby uh there's a little parking uh, lot back behind the, the actual building they're going to block it off there with Olson's coming in there and putting the fence up so that way we got a, a beer garden if anybody wants mm-hmm. to come in and have a cold one this is the hobby lobby uh, is, uh, 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 on, uh, on, on what forty. Uh, 60, uh, 60. 50, 58th and 0th. 58th and 68th and 0th. There are yep. a couple of those. Yep, so, yeah, there is. But this is a big one here on the south over, side of Ocean. Over by East Park. Yeah. Or East Park. That's where you want to be. So mm-hmm. then come on in. Uh, we're going to have um, quite a few cars again this year. Uh, last year, we wound up, by the time we got our hot rods out there, uh, we had a Lamborghini. We had a, a one up Lotus. One Ooh. of the gentlemen here in town brought up a one up Lotus. And then another uh, young man brought in a, uh, a McLaren. Okay. So we were over about a million and and a quarter of uh, dollars worth of having cars out there (laughs) looking at them. Uh, And some of our other friends brought up a 69. uh, a mach one that was totally restored that really? was worth about a hundred thousand dollars so you know it don't take long to add up to a lot of money when you got when you got a few cars out there in the parking lot
1: and you can see some things some things that you're probably not going to see driving around in the you in know, the, the streets street. of lincoln or anywhere really
11: you're right and they and the kids can come out and they can take pictures with us and everything else the owners don't mind going out there and taking pictures with the with the young kids to come in and see what's going on and very good the other stuff so. so
1: so you'll have the cars out there we've got the cornhole that's going on too. and and i guess jim i'll just ask you too you, you've partnered with a lot of great causes over the years as i've i've talked to you there's been a bunch of them but but talk a little bit about why the heartland cancer foundation is is such a good match with with this kind of a deal
11: well 15 years ago one of our good club members asked asked me to go over and visit with a young man of five years old his and name, his name was ethan tepley and little Ethan was five years old. We sat on a couch. Within fifteen minutes, we had a complete car show put together for him. And his dad had cancer at the time. And his goal was was to go ahead and and, and earn five uh, five hundred dollars to to give to Relay for Life. So here we are. So we got it all put together. We and his goal was to have fifty cars and five sponsors. We had fourteen sponsors. We had we had one hundred and ten cars out there, and we raised forty six hundred dollars. So he give $4,600 to Relay for Life, and I says, Ethan, how come you only got a $1,000 shirt on? That's all they do. They don't make no bigger shirts. <laughs> I went back to the shop and made him up some shirts. All of his team had white shirts on instead of purple shirts. where well, They was <clears throat> out there and... And here he had a $4,000 shirt on, and nobody else had a $4,000 shirt. So here we were. That's how I got started with Heartland Cancer Foundation. Very cool. And,
1: and uh, now this is continuing. And this particular event, you've done it, I don't know, how you, you did it at least a, two the- years before this? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Yep. Two, two, second, second time. So uh, very cool. Uh, Jen, other things that people maybe, maybe should know, or Jim, che- che- chime in on this too, just logistically, if they want to be a part of it, if they want to get uh, registered for any parts of it, what should they know? Thank you.
13: Yeah, registration is still open. We'll be accepting them up until the day of. So, if you want to register, go to cancerpartners.com slash cornhole, mm-hmm. um, and all the information is there. But the event starts at four p.m. on Friday night. Um, Five o'clock is when the actual cornhole tournament starts. Okay. Um, and we have two different brackets this this year. We're working with the Nebraska um, Cornhole Association, and they bring out their boards. And so, oh, we have, so they're
5: prof- like
13: they have professionals. Their
1: regulation oh, rules, yeah. size, yeah. weight. Eight, all of those things, oh, yeah, they come bring, out real <laughs> the bean bags are regulation, those sorts of oh, things. Oh, we are
13: very legit this year, so they are coming. And we have you know a competitive bracket and an amateur bracket. So whatever you're looking for, hopefully you guys can make it out. Like I said, Friday night at Cancer Partners on um, 68th and O, and we shut down the road in between us and Hobby Lobby and have it all open with the cars on one half, and the other half we have cornhole. Um, and so there's something for everyone we have a popcorn bar in the in the evening so we have we have food and drinks so hopefully everyone comes out and it's great weather and uh, we all have a good time yeah. for a good cause hey
1: the good news is it really doesn't rain in lincoln anymore so you don't have to worry about that <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm hoping hopefully i didn't true. just jinx it there but that that you that usually won't be a i love it i love it as i'm looking at the website it says uh bags start flying at 5 p.m so uh, yes. that's that's yes. good well
13: come out early and get registered and uh, like i said we'll have plenty of food and drink for everyone
11: all right very good jim anything else we need to add on this oh, here just come out and take a look and see what we're doing have a good time with us should be fun let me know if you want to uh
1: want me to bring my toyota highlander there to show off it's a 2013 <laughs> you know,
11: um we got not ti- in perfect condition well we got time to fix it up we can put a chop on it if we want to do that if you if your wife will let us do that we can chop take four inches out of the top of it <laughs>
7: <laughs> that's
1: great yeah we need to we need to make my ride a little more stylish i think i'd like to see that well uh jen jim best of luck on the event it's coming up friday again cancerpartners.com slash cornhole get a team in there or just come out hang out have some food have some drink check out the cars it's going to be a great time there thanks so much guys best of luck Thank with this event you. all right all right there you go uh jim and jen they talking a little bit about this event we'll take a break right now it's eight you're listening to lnk today with jack and friends on klin Why do you listen to KLIN?
0: Let us know with a voice message in the free KLIN app.
12: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
7: You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. He's been talking Huskers on the Nebraska airwaves for nearly three
0: decades. It's old-timers day on the radio dial with former KLIN
1: morning show sidekick, John Bitcheup. Well, and we got some uh, got some exciting news for someone in Lincoln right now. Nebraska Lottery reported just this morning that a winning Lucky for Life ticket was sold Tuesday, yesterday, at the Casey's General Store location at 303 North Seventieth Street in Lincoln that would have been i think that one intersection that had two Casey's across the street from each other at one point uh, this is this I, I didn't even know about this game uh pays the holder $25,000 a year for the rest of his or her lifetime they've got 180 days to claim that the odds of winning it were 1 in 1. 1.8 million on that 25 so 25,000 so it's like getting uh so it's a, like getting a really low paying full-time job you can uh uh, you can supplement what you're already. It's not like quit your job. That's an interesting amount to win, uh, Mister Bishop. Uh, Twenty five thousand dollars a year, because it's not like quit your job type money, but it's also very significant. I don't
4: quite know what you do with that exactly. You buy a new car every year. <laughs>
1: That's a, like that is a, it's a weird amount of money to win. It's it's good. I want it. It'd be great. But it's it, 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 it's not like normally winning the lottery when you're getting this you know lump sum of five di- of of excuse me of seven digits changes everything immediately like an extra twenty five thousand a year makes things a little better but not life changing. Here's the thing,
3: that's the second place prize. Oh really? Yeah, Mar- Mark Vale told me the first place prize. Is three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars a year
4: now that for life? Okay, well that, now, now now you're talking okay you know, some big money. That <laughs> now it matters. That's quitting your job. <laughs> well, it, no, they they both matter. I, I know this much. I know though, it wasn't me that won it. Is it you weren't there at the. I was going to say no, it, well for two reasons. One, it's the we need Casey's on this side of town. Yeah, we don't have any Casey's on this side of town. Yeah. And number two, it's on the north side of town. And as we know. All the north south streets are closed right now, so I couldn't get there anyway. <laughs>
1: That's true. That's true. On what chapter? I have
4: the- I, this is no lie. I, and I've and I went I, if I went on this rant last week. I'm sorry. No, but I'm you gonna didn't. Repeat myself. You didn't. You didn't. Go ahead. Twice in the last well, within a week of each other, I had to go out to Eagle to get to Omaha. That's how bad it was just to get out of my side of town. It got so frustrating. Trying to get over and north, I just said screw it. I'm going east, and I just took the took the new parkway and just drove out to Eagle, and then hooked up on the interstate from there. That's how bad things are getting right now. People learn how to coordinate your construction schedules. That's all I asked.
1: Couldn't you what you couldn't uh, you couldn't just go up to 84th and do that Did construction? No, because remember, 84th
4: Street's choked off. I mean, there at, uh, at O Street you know, uh, they got it Oh, yeah, down.
1: that, yes, that, oh, my so gosh. Because they doing all that crap. I was, and go- so, and, oh, and, yeah. and,
4: you know, coming back, occasionally I'll come back that way, and it's not as bad, you know, after 7 p.m., but. That's right. I mean, I've heard terrible <laughs> stories about people trying to get through the 84th and 0 intersection. I have one.
1: I have one. We were going out to a graduation party in Omaha for a family friend, and this was, like, the first few days that it was closed, and so people hadn't adjusted yet. And it's like, it's probably five in the afternoon when we're doing it. So also the busiest time of day on a, uh, on whatever night it was. And I came up going northbound on 84th Tordeaux. And I said, what in the world? Because John, it was backed up. I mean, I don't even, it was backed up. uh, I mean, it looked like a mile. It it probably wasn't quite a mile. I'm I'm sure it was. it it it, It was probably a half mile. And so I was like. And and my wife said, "Look, just she's like it, you know, it's just it's just going to take some time. It's going to be fine." But I don't know if you're like me, but like I have to try something faster if I'm yes. going to be, if it's going to be me sitting there and just slowly having the frustration of going a little bit and then waiting. And go, I have to, so I take a right. I take a right then into the neighborhood that is east of 84th Street. There uh and i'm going around this neighborhood which i'd never really been in before i don't think i've driven by it a million times i don't think i've ever been in been in it in my life and i'm weaving around going for dead ends my kids my wife are complaining because they are they're like people are already through that light dad and you're still driving through this neighborhood i eventually get up to like 98th street which is a gravel road <laughs> and i take a gravel road all the way into Waverly. <laughs> at that point and my kids are like where are we are we even in lincoln anymore at this point they didn't even know there were gravel roads this close to town so yeah thank you for the laugh track i appreciate it so um yeah so i'm i'm like you i've got a i've got a i have got ai have got i can not wait
4: I can't, no, you, I I I I just I have a very short patience with all of this, and I know, you know, oh, you should try driving in New York, you should try driving in L.A. Well, there's a reason why I don't live in those towns because I don't want to be backed up into traffic for hours on end.
1: Yeah, the other I one got that, better things to do with my time. The other but, one that gets me, whether it's construction, it's not even construction, is just turning turning left on 27th and Nebraska Parkway. Or old highway two. If you're on if you're on old highway two and you get in the left turn lane at 27th and try and turn left there during rush hour times, you got to wait through several cycles of the light. Uh, that's the worst. That's the yeah. worst too.
4: So. See, and that's another reason why it's hard to get out north and south. You're just trying to find different routes, and you know, everywhere you go, you're getting stopped. And I mean, this is like at noon, right? Yeah. I, I feel like you know, getting out of my car and yelling, "Don't you people have to work right now?" <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Very, very Getting out and
3: yelling at people. No, I, I get oh, what sure. John's.
1: I get what John's saying because there's sometimes on a weekday, you know, because I'm usually you know out of the office in the afternoon, coming in here early, and so there'll be sometimes on a weekday, on like a Tuesday, I'll go to the grocery store or I'll go to like Costco or something, and it's just packed with people, and I'm like, wait, wait, do none of you have jobs? What's going on here? When. In reality I'm also there. I could ask the same question of myself, but right. I know I know the uh, I know the emotion to which you are referring here. Yeah. It's 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 weird, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Bishop, how much do you talk to text?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Not, we had an argument about this on the show today.
4: Not often. I, you know you know why Ooh, because that's a I point don't in think my favor. about it. Because that's, I don't,
1: I don't think about. It. Now, occasionally I'm
4: trying to think the last time I did it well, I, I know the last time it was when uh, Nebraska was playing in the Big Ten tournament. And there was the bad crash on the interstate. Mm-hmm. And so I got on, got on Twitter and I hit the talk to text function to basically say, hey, if you're coming to Charles Schwab, uh, you might find a different route. To which, of course, someone instantly responded, "Yeah, that's going to help a lot of drivers reading their Twitter while they drive." And I thought, "Well, what else am I going to do? I was trying <laughs> to be a good citizen." But that's the last time I used it. But I, I don't think to use it very often. Yeah. I use what do it. you
3: mean? That's a point to you? Just that not all olds are using. That, yeah,
1: that I'm on an opposite that I'm on the opposite side of this argument as you know, as John Bishop. So you're on well, his team. Well, I just, I don't. Yeah, I just. Okay. I'm not saying anything about. Anything else? It just it it.
3: Uh, I'll take Bishop on my you, team. You were
1: grouping. You were grouping us all by age, and I think no. That I said. Is ruining I said. No no, no. no. No.
3: I said that's part of it. I didn't say that was all of it.
1: I don't know. Hey, uh hey, uh, John. I want to ask you uh, about Casey Tominaga coming back. Can you think of? Uh, I, I've said this the same way about this every time. I probably said it to you too when we talked about it before. But uh, again. I'm too I'm too far down the road with Nebraska basketball to say okay this puts Nebraska in a great position to whatever finish in the top half of the Big 10 get to the tournament I don't know if any of that is true I don't know enough about the surrounding cast right now it might it might not but what I do like the thing that I think is easier to talk about and predict is what the impact he specifically will have on the fan base and the level of interest in this team and this program at least starting out, can you think of can you think of a player that has a, on the player's own just because of who the player is that have and will motivate fans to have interest in attend the games, follow their career individually? Has there been anybody like that with him, or does he seem pretty unique to you then Are way? you just talking basketball or basketball basketball, basketball first I guess basketball's the first I had um like was like there was, if you want to go back to the comparison, like there was Bryce McGowan's, and there was kind of some of that, but he had never played before. Like coming into right. the season, the fans already have a relationship with him, so to speak.
4: Well, if anything, it's going to help because uh, you know, uh, at least seeing what I've seen so far, it's not like the non-conference schedule is like a there's not a, there's not like a Kansas on there, and you know a lot of other exciting teams. Um so it might help, especially at the beginning, in terms of you know, goosing some of the interest, uh, you know, because you know normally those November December games can be kind of sleepy,
1: mm-hmm.
4: at a, on occasion. Yeah. But as far as individual players, man,
1: I mean, it, it's it's, it's hard. I don't know, P- uh, maybe, maybe. But, but
4: but you know that was, I don't remember, I don't remember a, a ton of hype, and again, it was. That was, I think, that was more about the team, yeah, right, because I did too. they they were on a good run there. Yes, there were great players. You know, you had Strickland, you had Piatkowski. You know, Lou. you had gr- yeah. you had great players, but it was part of a, a winning effort. Yes. Whereas, you know, this, you know, the, the jury's still out on whether or not it can be a winning effort, but you know, individually. Yeah, there, there's really no one that's ever captured the imagination, <laughs> right? at least that I can think of, just because of the excitement level. It, it It's always the unexpected, right? I mean, it's the unexpected star. You know, this is like the – it's probably not a great example, but who – the I can't remember which reality show it was, but there was the reality, you know, performing show where you had the British woman – who oh yeah,
1: uh, had yeah. The beautiful voice. America, Su- Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle, and, Boyle. America's Got Talent. Where, where it was like, or Britain again. Talent. This isn't a great comparison, but i But it's the unexpected.
4: You know, when all of a sudden you see this per, you, you're just like, oh okay, yeah, it look, you know, great. And then all of a sudden they do something, and you're like, whoa, I was not expecting that to come from that. And mm-hmm. and and to some degree, there was that with 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 Tomonaga because. You know, he had he had dabbled a little bit and you saw some flashes uh, when he was coming off the bench. But then to just like instantly take over and go from being a, you know, seven point, you know, role game, you know, role player who plays maybe 20 minutes to being a 25 point scorer. Playing 30 minutes.
1: To be one of the top three scorers in the Big Ten for a month. Yes. It's so great. Yeah. And so, and so that's where I think the, I think it's
4: that fascination, right? That, that is, that, that has sparked this. And, and then, you know, after that, if the winning comes with it, then, then it'll grow from there. So yeah, it's really hard to find another example of an individual who brings that kind of, you know, attention to something. And and represents a, a a kind of a flash moment of like wow where did this come from right you yeah know, and and, still, and and because it only lasted you know what six
1: seven weeks maybe yes. eight weeks
4: that we o- still feels small, it yeah. still feels very new it hasn't worn out its welcome
1: yeah. Correct, yeah, and there still haven't been you know, obviously they lost in the Big Ten tournament that was incredibly disappointing, but since it has happened, Nebraska basketball was, you know, had as, was, had as good a record as anybody in the Big Ten as mm-hmm. in that month of February, and again it ended in a unceremonious way, but yeah, it's, it's that combination of what you said, and then factor in that he, you know, his game is he's compared to Steph Curry, but k- kids love jacking up threes from half court John <laughs> Yeah, they do. They they got the. We have a generation that was raised on Steph Curry, so they see somebody play like that, and that's alluring. I mean, for good reason.
4: It's absolutely it is. It's it's it's, it it is today what you know the dunk was back in the seventies. Yep. Yeah. Where it's like, oh wow, you can do that. You know, and and you know, more and more people are you know developing that kind of a shot, and as we know, Nebraska's historically. In recent years, really struggled shooting the three, and so then to find someone who can shoot the three like that from a distance, versus you know just being able to be somewhat consistent,
1: is it just adds to the right. wow factor. Right. For now, Jeff Sims may have something to say about this, but I don't think the only the I think he's probably the number one most popular recognizable uh, athlete on campus, and if there is somebody giving him competition, it's probably like Lexi Rodriguez. Most likely right now. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's... That's a fascinating part of this whole thing as well. Hey, I I wanted to ask you, too, uh, Nebraska Baseball uh, made a move on their coaching staff, ended up getting, um, they described it, I think, as mutual with with Jeff Christie, which had to be kind of brutal anyway, given the relationship Bolt and Jeff Christie have had over the years. But uh, Rob Childress is still a part of, you know, sort of the staff, the team. Do you think there's a chance he gets an expanded role now with I mean you've got him on the coaching staff he's got a proven track record what do you think about that you have to
4: ask right you have to yeah. ask I mean and 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 I know you know you always want to do your due diligence you never want to be stuck in a slam dunk spot where it's like well it's got to be this guy and we're not going to look at anyone else you you want to look at other people but when you have one of the best pitching coaches um that we've seen in college baseball in the last 25 years, literally just sitting there. And, of course, has been your pitching coach in the past. And and it's also what he represents. There's no question um if he wants it and if that's something he's amenable to. Absolutely. I mean, he is a – I, I have nothing but great things to say about Rob Childress. Yeah. I mean, what he did with those pitchers back in the day – and then later on at Texas a and i mean he had success at Texas A&M forget about how it ended for him i mean they went to college world series and and you know he is and i and i've always appreciated his attitude towards the game and he brings a certain level of intensity and competitiveness that you absolutely have to have as much as you know we can talk about you know him teaching the children slider and you know the the mechanics of pitching I thought probably one of his greatest attributes was his attitude. I mean, you talk about a guy who just wants to compete. I'll still never forget the story when we're sitting in the airport in Houston waiting to leave and, and you know, the coaches are playing penny poker. You know, they're just pennies, nickels, whatever. And Childress loses a hand and just gets up and walks away <laughs> and just, just mad as hell. And Mike Anderson turns to me and says, Yeah, that, he does this all the time. I mean, he's, <laughs> you're playing for freaking pennies and nickels. I mean, there's nothing. Uh, I mean, he's that kind of a competitor. Yeah. And that's, and you got to have that uh, a, yeah. as a pitcher, especially in college baseball. Yeah. So absolutely. I, I think it would be, it would be tremendous if he wants to do it. And uh it'd be awful exciting if he did come back in that role.
1: Yeah, I can't, I think you're exactly right. I mean you've gotta you've gotta check, given his, his resume. Um, you've gotta at least see if that's possible. I don't know where he's at though. You know, I don't know where he was at. Deciding to come back and do this, frankly, right? Right. Um, yeah. And then, you know,
4: he's had family here and his daughter's gone right. to school here. And so, you know, th- there was a connection here. And you always, you know, in college football, it's about being the analyst. You know, the coaches kind of get their reset by going and being an analyst somewhere and then popping in. I don't know if this is that type of situation where he's looking to get back as a head coach, but. You know, um, I, I would guess we'll find out here in the next couple of weeks.
1: Um, early, early read on who maybe would be a good uh, team for people to hitch their wagon to in the uh, college world series. I know we're in the, only in the super regionals, but and you're going to have some of the regulars here. But any any good read right now on who might be the nice underdog? In this, got to be Indiana State if they can go to TCU and well, yeah. Thing, there's right? two
4: of them. I mean, there's Indiana State and there's Oral Roberts. Okay. Um, and and I, I'm I'm. I'll lean Indiana State because uh, if if folks missed it yesterday, they couldn't host the Super Regional because they already had a commitment to hosting the Indiana Special Olympics, and they didn't have enough hotels and whatnot in in Terre Haute. And I just thought, you know, hey, in a day and age where we have no loyalty, hashtag Live Golf PGA Tour, for (laughs) them to stay with those commitments and to do the right thing and say, hey, we're going to sacrifice this, I think it's a great story. And uh, so yeah, Indiana State would be awful cool.
1: I wonder if they're inviting Brooklyn Decker out there for the Special Olympics. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the, yeah, the the, the, was, that, the that was that that was the Special Olympics, right? In Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Brooklyn Decker came out for a, a Special Olympics event. It must have been a national competition, and jo- John and I were going to be co-hosting it, and with her and meeting mm-hmm. her and stuff. And then uh, um, my daughter was born, and so I didn't oh. get to go, and John did, and he got to meet Brooklyn Decker. So, mm-hmm. anyway.
3: All through college, I was on the committee helping run the uh, Southern Illinois Summer Olympics Games at yeah. SIUE. Yeah.
1: All right. Good. All right, uh, John. Good luck uh, watching these games and prepping for College World Series, and we'll talk to you next week when we know the field. All Have a good one, all right? All right. We'll There's see you. There's John Bishop. Sister Station, 1620 The Zone. All right, 8.56. We'll take a break. Wrap it up after this on KLIN.
0: You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All
1: right, that is it for the show today. We've got tickets tomorrow on Ticket Thursday for Burt Kreischer's fully loaded comedy tour. The Machine! Uh, it's going to be at Pinnacle Bank Arena June 25th, so we'll have some uh, tickets giveaway for that. Caleb, have a good trip. Yep, we'll see, see you on Monday. It's 9 o'clock, KLIN Lincoln.